The sails are set for the coral castle off the Isle of Dread and a third dragon soul. What sinister machinations await in the murky waters? Will the dragon soul be reached easily? And what's the scoop with that crown, huh? Welcome to me, my spouse, and a die. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Me, My Spouse, and a Die. I'm Gwyneth, your resident Asimar, Octavia Marguerite Sinclair. And I'm Austin, your resident Dungeon Master. Me, My Spouse, and a Die is a family-friendly, actual-play Dungeons & Dragons podcast, where we follow our hero, Octavia Marguerite Sinclair, through her adventures in the continent of Mawir, a land that has been ravaged by a war with monsters for 15 years. I forgot to announce it last week. At the end of the episode... Uh, but someone recently ascended to double-digit level. Woo! Our level cat. Level 10. Pancake. Our cat, Pancake, is now a level 10... Barbarian? Cat? What would her class be? Lounge rat? <laughs> I feel like she could be a... I feel like she could also just be a a, a wild magic sorcerer just plopping around <laughs> through no through no study or effort or work of her own. She's just a level 10 cat. <laughs> level 10 cat. She's all of two hit points now that she's a Aww. level 10 cat. Oh, little house cats. Oh, so tiny. She should have at least three because she's pretty big. That's true. She's pretty beefy. She's chonky. She's got a sturdy con. She has a big girth. Wow. <laughs> No, Octavia is now level 10. Yes, both Octavia and Carhoon. Mm-hmm. So a little, little rundown of what Octavia gets. Not not a whole, whole lot. Um, but the most exciting thing is now she can expend two uses of her wild shape and turn into an elemental. So she could be Susan or Claude or... I forget the names of the other Legally ones. this time instead of cheating. Actually, legally this time. I know, I know, I know. I Cheater. do think about that a lot. <laughs> uh, but that's, that's Octavia's main thing. She gets another cantrip, which is great. I took another combat cantrip. At least you remembered it this time. I know. There had definitely been several times where I'd leveled up and I got a new cantrip and forgot to take it. Uh, but now I have another uh, long range one as opposed to poison spray, which is just 10 feet. Um, and then Carhoon also levels up because, you know, he's a sidekick, levels up with me. Um, he doesn't get a whole, whole lot new except his AC goes up by one. So that's done. It's handy. Not, not nothing to sneeze at. It's a solid mm -hmm. boost. Um, did you increase Carhoon's hit points? I actually hadn't yet, and I was going to say let's do that on air. D10. D10. Rolled a four. Okay, let's see. I rolled a seven, so okay. that's at least a little bit better. Solid. That's significantly better. Seven out of ten is pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. So a lot of people think level ten and up is where 5e starts to come apart at the seams because nobody bothers to balance high-level play. And ten isn't, I don't even consider ten high-level. Once you get past 15, that's high-level. Ten is the beginning of the slow ascension of power to God demigod <laughs> status, which in... in in 4th edition, you could literally become a god at the end of it, which was pretty cool. I mean, I think that's awesome. Yeah. I, epic destinies were cool. I don't know how exactly, like, the three in Moir became gods, so I don't know if that would even be possible for a mortal. Like, we actually haven't talked, I think, about, you know, whether it's they have their power because people worship them or, you know, those different kind of w ways that ha people have fantasy pantheons. Yeah, and... it's not that. Okay. Because there was a period of unknown untold hundreds if not thousands of years where no one existed on moir that's true and they stuck around so. that's true that's true on moir but we don't know about other continents we don't know about other continents i haven't put much thought into the other continents that's so. understandable <laughs> so no there uh i'm not the type of dungeon master who sits down before a campaign and spends like three months writing books and mountains of lore I have started with a very rough framework, and of the vast majority of the lore that has been revealed throughout this podcast, I have made up about, like, maybe a week or a few days before we recorded it, because that's the way I operate. So stuff is slowly getting added onto it, but it's like, I probably thought of that two days ago, instead of, you know, a year and a half ago when I was 
figuring out the rough framework of of everything. Well, to be to be fair, we did we did have a rough framework before we began. No, you need you need a rough framework. You know, because we had we had a, another campaign set in this world. Uh, our previous one. I, so. I did not sit down and do like a Tolkien esque Silmarillion, uh, just yeah. inventing languages and thousands upon thousands of years of lineages and lore and wars and civilizations. Nah. That Throughout is, your time is, in grad school, you haven't, you know, found all is, of the f- free time to do that? Well, even if I have, <laughs> I just can't sit down and focus on something like that for very long, which yeah. is why I have to do it piece by piece when I'm struck with inspiration. Well, so a lot of this so stuff far. has just been uh, relatively recent additions that I had no idea were going to come up a year ago. And I'm like, hey, that's a cool idea. Let's just kind of toss that in. So, Well, I've been enjoying it. I've been enjoying playing it, to be sure. Yep. I, yeah, that's that's just what I do. Mm-hmm. That's just what I do. Well, I'm excited because I, um, in our previous campaign, I only got up to level 10. Um, so I'm level 10 now in Octavia. We ha- I have a couple other campaigns I'm a part of, and one of those characters is also 10. Um, and I think another one, what, Draco got up to, what, 12, I think? Yeah. Um, so it's exciting because this is kind of the first time that I have, like, multiple characters who are finally have met and are now, you know, going past a level I had only ever gotten to. So it's it's fun to kind of see this higher level play with a couple different classes and races and all that kind of stuff. I've never DM'd high level play. I have played, I played a a war wizard from level eleven to tw- approximately twenty. Broken and twenty. It was well, technically, we we leveled up to twenty on like the last session. So I really only played through like eighteen, and then at the end, it was like you're all twenty now, and the campaign's over. <laughs> but <laughs> it, was, sad it was sad because it was I'd a lot of fun. I mean, session of being 20. at that point, the, the wizard capstone, I don't even remember what it was, but I already had ninth level spells and that's where the real juice is. Mm-hmm. That's where the juice is. So it wasn't, it's like, oh, okay. I still got the vast majority of the cool stuff I can do. So it was playing those high levels was really fun. So now I have to figure out how to DM higher levels. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, yeah. It'll, it'll be fun. Well, no. I think you did a really great job with the Great Ooze. I think that was a the great ooze. I mean, I know we were only level nine at that point, but I think that was a really good, like, you know, two session, two session combat. Um, you know, we had to do some creative things with well, that. It's not even the combat. It's just like, oh, you now have access to spells that can, you know, change reality. So that's true. You know, I don't have that many like two two. Cre- I think the druid spells are less reality breaking than some of the wizard spells, and I think yeah. even some of the sorcerer spells mm-hmm, because probably. you know they're they're druids, so they're not trying to really change reality quite as much. Maybe I don't know. I don't know what's on the druid spell list. I haven't looked at it. I haven't really playing a druid has not really appealed to me that much. I mean, planar binding is pretty cool. Gias or chaos is pretty cool. But it's, you know, there's no, like... I mean, heal is a dope healing spell. Plane shift is great. What level are you looking at? Uh, Like upwards of six. Oh, okay. I guess I was thinking of the ones that I had access to currently. I mean, these are still good. I mean, you get reincarnate. That's true. We do binding. Get... Yeah, that's true. Scrying is extraordinarily mm-hmm. useful. I don't think I have Greater a restoration. mirror that I could scry with yet, though. No, you'd have to go buy one. Yeah. Or find one. Yeah, what kind of ninth level stuff do you get? Okay. I mean... Yeah, what do we get? True Resurrection. Have you read True Resurrection? Well, that's where you get... You can literally speak someone's name and they come back to life. That That is pretty cool. From anywhere. Is that from Granted, any time? Or... you need 25,000 gold pieces oh worth gosh. of holy water and diamonds. Wow. So. Is it from any time or is it kind of like with Resurrection where you need to have uh, a bit of that? No or longer than 200 years ago oh, okay. and died for any reason except old age. Oh, okay, okay. But still, you can just be like, Joe, you're alive again. You died 190 years ago. Somebody murdered you. Not today. You're back. Have fun. I could get my sister back. You could. If you get up to level 17. Oh, is it only 17? Okay. Hmm. Shape change is amazing. Because you get to keep all your class levels and you get to turn into a dope giant creature. Well, once I get to, I think it's level 18, I can cast all my spells and stuff and 
Animal form. Animal form, yeah. So <laughs> that's, that's what I'm actually dope. excited about because I think it's also like at level, is it 18 or 20 where I can wild shape and still talk and everything? I don't know. Um, I'm just excited to, I feel like if Octavia lives through this and everything, I feel like she's just going to like live out her life as a bear. Just like a, a bear. Just a bear in the woods. Just a bear in the woods. Just like talk, coming down the mountain a couple times, talking to people, talking to kids and freaking them out and having them go talk to their parents about this talking bear. She'll just create her own legends. <laughs> and then she'll come into town and be like, I saw a talking bear. Oh my she'll gosh. play with everyone's mind. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so we're we're getting to that point mm-hmm. where stuff's getting stuff's getting quite it's, it's fun and it's exciting. I like it a lot. I like it. So we'll uh we'll pop in and do some stuff. So we should, yeah, let's, uh, let's, you know, maybe start the podcast, part of the podcast. <laughs> Those soothing waves. Hmm. Uh, so you had just departed the Great Ooze on the Rider's Mutiny as they were trying to repair the damage caused by the Great Ooze. You had a crown, a cursed crown that you figured out that wants you to put it on. That would give you some nice, uh, nice boons, but you're not sure what the downside of that would be, because you know there's something up with it. You had resisted its temptation so far, and the ship had set out in search of this coral castle off the coast of the Isle of Dread. Dun dun dun. As the journey starts somewhere along the line early on, uh, you get a little tingle-lingle-lingle from uh, both of your dragon friends in your ear, mm. basically saying, hey, let's uh, let's have a chat. I like to imagine it like uh, if you're at a library and no one's there, that classic like uh, bell that you that you hit, mm-hmm. and as a kid that you want to just like repeatedly, you know, smack on type of thing. Um, well, Octavia will, uh, if she's kind of can take a step aside from the rest of the crew so that she can kind of concentrate and in case she starts, you know, talking aloud, they don't think she's crazier than they probably already think she is. I um, think they're just happy to see another another quasi-human quote, being. Quote, human being. Um, and she will, um, you know, close her eyes and start to talk with them both. So you come into this demi-plane of dragons, half of it's a grayish-white hue and half of it's blue. Mm-hmm. And you see your two dragon friends, Fulmis the Blue, towering over on one side, curled lazily up, little bits of sparks shooting out of her nostrils every now and then. And uh, Jasulka the White, still in this weird, pale elfin form with his ascot and nice suit, uh, sitting in, like, a red leather chair on the other side, smoking a pipe, because why not? <laughs> Uh, and Fulmis lifts her head and says, Welcome, make yourself comfortable. We have, uh, something to discuss. Okay. And she'll look around and is like, I will just sit on the floor. A cushion just, boop, okay, appears me. underneath you. There. <laughs> we have, you and I have been together for, admittedly, a short period of time relative to the lifespan of myself and even the amount of time I've been trapped in here mm-hmm. and Jasolka for even shorter but we have been bonded in the fires of combat and strife and opposition and we would just like to let you know that uh, I think through the strength of our bond some of our power may be amplified for you as you may oh. be facing a more difficult challenges. And this is me hot patching, hot fixing uh, some of the artifact stuff. Ooh! Just because the Novas have been quite underwhelming in my opinion. And so I'm giving them a little bit of a buff Ooh. and justifying it in game. <laughs> well, hey, I, I think it's appropriate. You know, work, we've been working together and she's leveled up, kind of come into some additional power. That makes sense. We're here in this plane getting closer to another artifact. So, um, for all of the other advantages of the artifacts are remaining the same. The only thing I'm amending are the Novas because they have just, they just haven't been as cool as I've wanted them to be. 
and as, you know, useful. So, for Fulmises Nova, for, for Novas in general, which are cool, like, explosive bouts of mm-hmm. draconic power that typically just damage and hurt other things around you. For Fulmises, it had been uh, two creatures within 30 feet of you get to succeed on a dex save or take two decids. So it was actually, I think the, now that I have three, now that I, sorry, now that I have two mm-hmm. artifacts, it was uh, three creatures within 30 feet of me. Yes. Um, make that con save or else take three d6 lightning. Yes. So everything is the same, just double the damage. Ooh. Ooh. Right. Doggy. It's still not quite, um, it's a little less damage than a lightning bolt, but you don't have to line them all up. And right, that it's just nice. more appropriate. Oh, that's wonderful. Thanks. So, double the damage for that, just to give a little boon there. You may Nova, instead of only being able to do it once per long rest, I'm changing it to you can do it a number of times equal to the amount of souls you are attuned to. So you can do it twice oh, per long rest. Oh, nice. That's a good call. And for Jasolka's Nova, which previously had been any creatures within a 10-foot range had to make a con save. If they failed, they took... They became incapacitated. If they succeeded, they took some damage. So this is changing to still anyone within 10 feet. All right. Constitution saving throw. Um, On a failed save, 2d6 cold, and they get frozen for 1d4 rounds. Frozen grants the incapacitated condition. On a successful save, they take half damage, and they are not incapacitated so on a on a failed save the frozen solid for 1d4 rounds plus the 2d6 damage mm-hmm. and then on a successful save just 2d6 damage half half, half of 2d6 in no condition and oh, then okay. since you have two dragon souls that's actually going to be 3d6 damage and still the incapacitated condition and then half of 3d6 on a success. Mm-hmm. Awesome. All right. I figured stuff out for the rest of the levels, but we can discuss that when you get to it. Wonderful. So that should make these artifacts a little more useful. Perfect. I Thank mean, you. the stat boosts were already useful, but... The, the stat boosts were honestly were, huge. The rest of it was just like, eh. And I mean, I did. I definitely used them. You used them. They just always were like, I do six points of damage from this ancient legendary dragon (laughs) artifact. Okay, that's just, it's not nearly as intimidating as I wanted it to be. So, uh, they tell you this, and you can feel some power surge through your body, and you're like, oh, these just got way better, huh? Oh, these just got way better, huh? If you use it and it turns out to be, oh, that's way too good, I will hotfix it again and nerf it. <laughs> but that's that's where we're at right now. Perfect. So. Well, well, thank you both so much. Um, I know that we're we're sailing closer to closer to where we think that other artifact is, um, and I know that this plane was kind of, you know, messing with sensing things. But um, you know, keep me posted as we get closer. If anything kind of pings on your horizon. Will do. All right. Thank you both. Good luck. Talk to you soon. Awesome sauce. So you pop back out. You're on the deck of the mutiny Mm -hmm. with this crown around your waist. Can I do a... Um... Mm, like an arcana check or a religion check, I guess, because I'm like a divine caster to see if something like, I don't know, oh, the spell I have that restores things to a greater extent um, could potentially help ameliorate my connection to this artifact. Roll a religion check. Nine. You are not sure. (laughs) You never studied that. Yeah. These are relatively new powers and you don't know exactly how it would interact so you're not sure um but we're gonna roll to see how long this journey takes because time and distance here are funky things all right it is going to take Ooh, it takes a long time it's gonna take six days oh my gosh six nautical days am i getting are we getting sunburned at all or is there like a 
I mean, you don't have to be above deck all the time, and you might be getting a little bit sunburned, but eventually, I don't know how well you tan. I mean, You've I, described I yourself well, as having yeah. olive skin, right? Yeah. So I you just, probably aren't as pale as you are in real life. No, yeah. It was actually just a reflex thinking of... Probably not as susceptible. No. Just also thinking of... Well, Carhoon is... Carhoon's a Spaniard. Yeah, he would he would tan well as well. He's a fantasy I, I want to... Um, I'm imagining that he's really getting into the uh, groove of being a pirate. They and gave his... him some pirate clothes. Exactly. He's got a stripy shirt yeah. on now. It's like... And a headband. And she'll be like, when did you pierce your ear? <laughs> This is like a big hoop now. <laughs> oh, man. He's like traded in his axe for like a cutlass or something. <laughs> that would be cool. That would be cool. Uh, but now he's he's enjoying having, you know, a bunch of big buff dudes around. Yeah. Are they having lifting competitions? They're, they're broing out. Yeah. It's it's all it's all That's good hilarious. fun. Uh, so th- over the next six days, uh, you continue doing your duties. Okay. You continue fishing and helping repair the deck. Mm-hmm. However, I am going to need you to make Uh-oh. a wisdom saving throw. Okay. For every day. Oh, for every day that you are on this journey. Oh no! Okay. Okay. Fingers crossed here, everyone. Yeah, it's a. You know, it's a pretty strong pull. A pretty strong yeah. saving throw. So, okay. Day one, roll right. me a wisdom saving. All right, here, throw. folks. Now, unfortunately, you you basically get advantage because you can burn a luck point for every day. I'll just tell you that off the bat because they're going to oh, reset. Oh, that's true. Once yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. Okay, well, I'll roll everything with advantage then. You don't have to. Well, I feel like Octavia would just because she knows this is really not a great thing mm-hmm. and she saw what happened to the last person who was wearing it and doesn't necessarily want to also become a you know skeleton mm-hmm. in a great ooze so, so. all right day, day number one. one natural two for in ten so i'm gonna use a luck point mm-hmm. natural four for a 12 oh wow uh okay that is a failure oh dear okay so here's what's gonna happen you are overcome with a desire to put this crown on. Right. I will give you a choice. You can put the crown on okay. and be done with it. Or you can use every last bit of willpower in you to resist putting it on, but there will be a negative consequence. She'll resist. Okay. You gain one level of exhaustion. Okay. And this is a level of exhaustion that you feel probably won't be removed by a long rest. Okay. Day two. Okay. Oh my goodness gracious. I'm like, should I use the same die? For reference, one level of exhaustion gives you disadvantage on all ability checks. Mm-hmm. So. Would this be an ability check? No. Okay. This is a saving throw. A saving throw. Okay. I'm going to use That's a different three die. levels, I believe. <laughs> okay. Day number two. Okay. Natural nine for an 11. Okay. No, wait, no, 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 Okay, using that luck point like for day number close. two. No, natural three. Oh, no. Okay, you got the same choice. She'll resist again. This is just day two. Like Okay, you got uh, whoo, two levels of exhaustion. Oh, my god! Which means you have disadvantage on attack rolls. Or, no, your speed is halved. What happens at level three? At level three, disadvantage on attack rolls and saving throws. At four, your hit point maximum is halved. <clears throat> At level five, your speed is reduced to zero. At six, you die. Okay. So I think after after these two days, Octavia will, like, you know, she and Carhoon will be hanging in their hammocks in the evenings and kind of creaking and everything. Um, and she's going to, like, lean over and whisper down and be like, um, um, just, you know, I've not slept the greatest the last couple days. Um, and... You don't look good. Yeah. This crown is getting, like, a lot louder in my mind. I'm doing everything I can, but just as a heads up. Okay. Yeah. Well. I don't know what to do, but just as a heads up. All right. Yeah. Day three. Day three. Oh, my goodness gracious, Goose Grease. Natural 19 for a total of 20... A lot. Plenty a lot. 27. You are good. Okay. <laughs> you managed to pull within you and get those reserves to uh, 
push the crown from your mind for another day. Okay. I rolled I rolled the maximum length of this journey, so Oh my gosh. Yeah. Was it what, one D six, I guess? I rolled a D four plus two. Oh my goodness gracious. Day four. Okay. You're feeling you're feeling okay. You're coming off. You got some momentum, maybe. We'll see. Another natural nineteen. Alright, you succeed again. Day five. Day five. You feel like okay, maybe I can maybe I can do this. Natural one. Ooh. But I'm still you're gonna, you're gonna, gonna use a luck point on that, obviously. <laughs> I wasn't I wasn't sure if you were gonna be like, ooh, even though nah. with it being a one and this cursed cruel. object. Technically you can't crit fail on saving throws. Ooh, but this is just a natural seven for a total of fifteen. That is going to fail. Oh no. Oh no. So I have my same options? Yeah, your same options. My same options. Put it on or suffer a negative consequence. Put it consequence. on or take another level of exhaustion. Which would give me disadvantages on all of my attacks and saving, and saving throws. throws. So for so for day six, you would have I would have disadvantage on that save. Oh my goodness gracious. I think she's going to put it on. <laughs> okay. You put it on. Oh my goodness. Dun, 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 dun. As you put it on, you feel the exhaustion just melt away. Oh my goodness. It's gone. You feel like you get stronger, more awake, and you do get some nice boons. You feel like you're immune to poison damage and the poison condition. Okay. Your con score increases by two. Oh, wow. Yeah. So okay. you will have to do some math because that's going to bump your HP up. Yeah. Uh, Does that bump my HP up? Like Actually, it's going to bump it up 10 points because you're going to get one extra con for 10 levels. I was, I was so literally going to ask if points. it was like for yep. all of the things. Okay, yep. perfect. As you feel yourself get a little bit ooh, stronger, more hardy, more resilient, you also just way in the back of your mind, you just hear like a steady droning, way very faint, just kind of like... And I need you to roll a d100. Okay. Does this droning sound like anything? No, it's, just, or, it's a droning. Oh, right. But I it's mean, like... nondescript just... What does it sound like is making the droning, if that makes sense? Okay. You can't. Just a, a nondescript droning. 93. 93. <laughs> uh, you gain a flaw. Okay. The flaw is... My personality is irrelevant. I am defined by what I consume. Oh, my gosh. Okay. <laughs> this was a fun thing. Oh, my God. Okay. That's it. So my flaw is that my personality is irrelevant and I am... You are defined, defined by what you consume. by what I consume. Now, again, you do not have to always play into that. But if you do play into it, it might get you some inspiration. Okay. Fine, but what I consume. Carhood sees you the next time he comes around. He's got his tray in the cafeteria. He comes around. He sees you wearing the crown. He's just like, "Oh no, oh no, <laughs> you you did it! What a uh, looking good." Thanks. Do I do I feel like you feel great? I feel great, right? Yeah, yeah. you feel like rejuvenated. Thanks. I feel super great feel like i could also just like eat a mountain oh i i was so tired these last couple days and uh, maybe i just got a really good night's rest last night or something but i am here i'm ready to find this artifact ready to get home okay you you look a lot better thanks yeah i feel feel infinitely better as well huh okay I'm just gonna eat over here and keep an eye on you. Okay, sounds good. Kind of gives you the side eye, but continues because there's not really anything anybody can mm-hmm. do right now. And she's going to, um, maybe she was, you know, like had followed him. You know, he had gone first to go get lunch or whatever. Um, and she'll go over to to Grizzle, and she'll be like, "Can you give me like five times a serving?" I hadn't been sleeping well, and I finally did last night, and I am just ravenous. Yeah, it's Gristle. First of sorry. all, you continuously get that wrong. I do. I'm sorry. Second of all, 
fish are in lim limited supply. If you catch more than the rest of the men eat, you can have the extra. But right now, I can't show favorites unless you're the captain. Okay. He spoons over a ladle of fish stew in the same serving size as everyone else. He says, I hope you can understand, but we haven't survived as long as we have by playing favorites, you know. Oh, I wasn't meaning it as a favorite thing. It was more that I'm just, like, really hungry. Well, we've had a lot of really hungry people on this boat from time to time as well, and we really have to remain impartial. I can understand that. You're free to go out there on your own dime when you don't have an assigned job and anything you catch, you're free to eat as long as you don't lose any hooks or nets or anything like that. I can, I can appreciate that. Okay. Yeah. So, sorry, but uh, what you get is what you get for now. And she'll take her tray and go over and sit next to Carhoon. Okay. He is less talkative than usual. <laughs> so, eyeing you suspiciously. Okay. All right. Is This is still day five, right? It's still day five. Okay, so after lunch, Octavia is going to go up on deck. Mm-hmm. And she's going to um, stand up on the railing. Okay. And dive overboard. Oh. And as she is diving, she is going to turn into a water elemental. And she is going to try to encapsulate as many fish <laughs> as possible. Then <laughs> just like, because you can kind of like, I think it's like some bludgeoning damage that you get if you get like caught in a water elemental and uh -huh. just like crush them into herself. Roll a d20. Okay. <laughs> Four. You catch like two or three reasonably large fish, but there weren't too many swimming around, around, around in the uh, in the general vicinity. So you get you get a couple of okay. moderate size. Well, she will. Um, she's huge when she's a an elemental, so she'll just kind of like lift herself kind of back out of the out of the sea and like flop her water elemental hands over the railing and like lift herself back up. And then as she does so, she'll change back into Octavia. Uh, there's a lot of pirates who are kind of paused and looking with wide eyes at what just happened. Uh, oh, okay. I was still a little hungry after lunch. Crystal told me to to get some more fish if I was still hungry and I, and I was, so everything's fine. I was just a little peckish. Yarr. They go back to work. <laughs> Everyone's a bit uncomfortable. Octavia feels great. You feel great. Because I'm like, I've never done that before. I was just looking at the ocean, and I know that I had, like, met Susan before, but I felt like I could just just change change the composition of my body. I know I've had before, but, the crown. you know, even, even, even more than I had. I mean, I don't know, the very essence of it. I call it the crown of consumption. Mm. All right. Anything else you do? There's one more day. No, but I think she's good. She's tried to get her bigger snack, and she did. She did get a couple more fish, so that's you know pretty good. Um, so she's just gonna you know gonna kind of walk around and All right. feels like her eyes are like opening up again for the first time. She's like, oh look at this! Look at this beautiful ship. All right. Uh, the repairs have gone reasonably well. A lot of the acid damage has been maybe not well taken care of, but at least patched up. As day six comes and toward the evening, as some dark foreboding clouds start to roll in. I assume I don't need to roll any throws. No. You're on good. day six, do I sleep with this crown on? You cannot take I it cannot off. I cannot take it off. All right. Until you have some magic that enables you to. A storm arises on day six as you're sailing into the evening. Mm -hmm. Lightning crashes in the distance. And Captain Slab beckons you up to the top deck, to the, to the front of the ship. And he points in the distance and hands you the spyglass and says, Yar, there she be, the Isle of Dread. And I think if you look a little bit off the coast, you'll see your target. 
And she'll and yeah, lift lift the lift the spyglass to her eye and kinda gaze out. You look out and you can see just like a ring of dark clouds that mm. you would guess never seem to leave mm. circling around this island, which is less of an island and more just like cliff faces jutting Oof. out of the sea. There's not like a nice beach, it's just harsh, jagged rocks. The anti animal crossing. The anti animal crossing. And then, yeah, looking just sort of off the coast where Slab had been pointing, you see another structure that's less elongated, but just very sharp and narrow, jutting giant spiky rocks pointing out of the ocean. So it's not on, it's not connected to the island. It is not connected, it is very near. Slab says... Or we can go a little bit farther, but soon we're going to get to the coral reefs. And uh, we can't take her past that. I don't think I'd want to, even if we could. You and your man, Carhoon, will be on your own from there, but we'll be waiting. Okay. So Th- we'll, we'll get closer, weigh anchor, and uh, I guess we'll hope you come back. I hope we do, too. Um, you know, if it takes us, like, a super, super long time, I know time is weird here, but, you know, if it takes us a really, really long time to come back, maybe, maybe go to the Merit Lords. How long should we wait before we count you as dead? <laughs> um, she'll, like, look at Carhoon, and I'm not exactly sure what we're gonna face in there, but, um... I don't know. Is a week too long? Ah, a week's pretty long. I was thinking around the scale of a couple of days. But, I mean, you have done us a great service in speaking to the married lords on our behalf. So if you need a week, we can, I guess we can wait a week. Okay, perfect. I just, again, don't know what we're going to face in there and how long. I don't know. If we'll even find what we're going to find and how long that will take. Well, rest up tonight. We'll bring the mutiny around as close as we can get, and then first thing in the morning, off you go. I mean, I guess you could leave in the night if you wanted to, but I wouldn't recommend it. No, I would try to get any, you know, ounce of light that we can to help us along. Hope you sleep soundly. Good luck. And rain starts to pitter-patter down on the deck. Slab strides across back to his, uh cabin shouts some orders and the boat continues to make its way closer to this island and as the light leaves this plane for the last time on this day uh, they are pulling up and securing themselves in a particular stretch of this ocean and you could see a sort of dark shaded region a bit further on in the faint dim light that you would Mm. guess is this corrupted coral that mm. Slab oh, right. had been talk- talking about, and you could see the jutting black, wet rocks stretching their way up out of the sea. Oof. Night falls. Okay. You rest. Okay. You can do anything you'd like during the night, but if you don't have any plans, the morning comes. Nope. And first things first... She's gonna sleep like a baby. Sleeps like a baby. <laughs> um... Are you preparing any different spells? Um, let me take a quick look. Just changed out one spell. Cool. I am ready. Okay. Morning comes. The storm is still raging. It's not quite probably as bad out here as it is closer to the island, but mm-hmm. it's still... The seas are rough and choppy, and sailors are running back and forth, you know, scooping buckets of water and taking care of the masts and doing stormy things that sailors <laughs> do in storms mm-hmm. that I have no frame of reference for there's a dinghy all ready for you um it's it's you know just a small rowboat the paddles are in the oars excuse me are in there there's a couple sacks of uh fish oh nice <laughs> fish. like we we got some provisions ready for you unfortunately we only have fish so that's not gonna last very long uh well hopefully it'll go as far as it can We'll be waiting here a week for you. We hope you come back. Us too. Um, but wait, Carhoon, sit with me for a second before we go down. Oh, uh, okay. And she is going to, as rituals, 
cast water breathing on the both of them. Oh, that's probably a really good call. And water walk on the both of them. Oh, okay. That's also probably a really good call. Mm-hmm. Well, which of those is concentration? Either? Not, I don't think either. Ah, cool. Let me quadruple check because I know I was messing that up last time. How dare you. <laughs> nope. Neither of them are concentration. All right. So... The water breathing will last for 24 hours. Nice. And the water walk will last for one hour. Okay. So Karun sits down in this rowboat and grabs the oars. And if you do... do you? I will I will sit with mm-hmm. him. It's stormy and wet and you're both already soaking. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they start to lower the boat down and crank the little mm-hmm. ropes and the dinghy lowers and splashes into this very rough, choppy water. Octavia reaches over and tries to surreptitiously pull a fish out of the uh, bag. <laughs> Roll a sleight of hand check. What's Carhoon's perception bonus? <laughs> Natural one. Oh. <laughs> you're just like, you think you're being really sneaky, but you just turn around and cravenly reach a hand in and pull out a still wriggling fish. And you're like, I doubt that they're they're, they're li- still wriggling. <laughs> I'm like, surely okay, they would have given it's us not like, dried fish. You pull out a fish. And I will start gnawing on it as we start paddling towards the citadel. Carhoon makes a disgusted face. And I'll be like, we need to keep our strength up. Do you do you want to fish on your way in? I mean I could I, I, I mean had, I could take an oar. I had I already had breakfast. I, okay. I think I just lost my appetite anyway. Uh let's go. He starts rowing as you gnaw on this fish. Uh, have Carhoon roll an athletics check. All right. 25. 25. Yeah, Carhoon's learned a thing or two about working the water mm-hmm. over the past couple of weeks and just swiftly navigates this boat across this stretch of water until you come across this dark region. And you look down, and even though it's dark and stormy... Mm-hmm. And the, the water just seems exceptionally clear here, and you could Ooh. see down below what looks like was once beautiful coral but now is just like shades of black and gray Ooh. and it looks a bit foreboding okay it's it's pretty pretty close too it's not that deep under there uh as you pass over it both you and Carhood can sort of almost hear it Ooh. hear it singing to you calling out for you saying touch me come down here we're very nice. Uh, roll a wisdom saving throw, both, both of you, please. Us. Octavia, 17. Okay. And Carhoon, 6. 6 total? Total. <laughs> Carhoon, you see him start to reach a hand over the side. He stops rowing for a minute and is just whoop, putting hand into the water. Uh, I reach forward and grab his hand. Oppose his strength with your strength, please. Oh, dear. Please. His strength is what, a plus 5? Yup. Uh, so he rolls a... Or are you rolling for I him? I rolled four. Oh, okay. My strength is plus zero, so... He didn't roll great. I rolled 13. He also rolled a 13. So, you grab his hand, and it's just like a stalemate mm-hmm. as the momentum slowly starts to carry you over, and you manage to uh, retract his hand from diving in there, and after a minute he shakes his head, and he's like, oh, hi. Sorry, I don't know what came over me. They just look really enticing. Yeah, I think it's... I mean, they wanted me to dive in there, too. Huh. There's a lot of things playing with our minds lately. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, just the coral. Just the recently, coral, of you course. Know. Yes, recently. Um, yeah. Okay, he starts rowing again. Okay. I pick up my fish again. <laughs> Sa- I mean, save some of those for me. I'm not hungry now, but I will be eventually. Okay. <laughs> she just keeps nomming at it. <laughs> I mean, it's probably still just the first fish. It's a, it takes it's like you know they're a little bone, so it's a time-consuming true, thing. So you know, but it's also time-consuming to row across very choppy waters. That's true. Uh, roll another athletics check. Okay, can I aid him with anything? Or are you putting down the fish to help him row? Can I just point things out to him and be like, "There's a rock." There's not really rocks oh, until okay. you get to, to the, the island. island. Okay. It's just rough water. Okay, then no. 22. Yeah. Uh, continues just making good time. Uh, after. It does take a while because it's a pretty good stretch, stretch of ocean. Okay. 
but after some time of rowing, Carhoon's covered in sweat and rain, lightning still crashing behind you. The tiny little boat approaches this giant rocky formation, mm-hmm. which looks like it was naturally occurring. It's all just like slick, wet, black rocks that are glistening in the in the thunderlight. Mm-hmm. Reaching up like fingers out of the ocean, just big spires that stretch very, very far into the sky. Hmm. There's, it's surrounded by smaller, sort of like a rocky shore again. No nice beaches, all just harsh, jagged stonework. Uh, but you kind of, Karun paddles up to that and gets close enough. And he's like, we should, uh, I guess, tie this up somewhere. I would While thi- we investigate. I would think so, so that it doesn't float away so that we can use it going back. Okay, yeah, I'm getting waterlogged here. Okay, yeah, and she'll, you know, once it get beached enough, she'll jump out and help, mm-hmm. like, pull it onto shore and try to secure it to <laughs> the least slippery hunk of rock that we can kind of, okay. you know, tie it up to. Roll a secure rope check. <laughs> what, what would you think that would be? Give me your... I have in mind what I think it would be. What do you think it would be? More like, I'm looking at my highest abilities and seeing how I can twist this. Yes. <laughs> That's how this game works. Um, no, I would think that it would be either some combination of either intelligence to be like, okay, I'm seeing what the angle of this rock is. And I, you know, I'm seeing what rock the... Rock trigonometry. Yeah, yeah, literally. Like, seeing what the angle so of the God, rock... Oh, huh? <laughs> seeing what the angle of the rock is and seeing what the tide would be so that it wouldn't just, you know slip off, but you know, the, the, the rock is pointing inward uh, so that it's you know, wouldn't just slip off. Or? Or a dexterity to just tie a really good knot. I was going to say survival. Sure. But if you'd rather do intelligence or dexterity, please. You're a druid. Your wisdom's probably pretty good. Anyway. No, I mean, my wis- my wisdom is pretty good, yeah. so. Survival. I can do survival. It's like, you know, boy scouts, tie yeah, knots. Yeah, no, yeah. That junk, finding the best things. Natural 19 for a 23. Okay, you think you do a pretty good job securing this boat so that even okay. uh, in these these harsh waters, it won't, like, float away and you're hoping it's not going to get dashed upon the rocks yeah. in the meantime. And we're going to try to, like, pull it fully mm-hmm. onto shore so that it's not even in the water anymore. Right, but you're not sure how tides how, work. Yeah, that's true. I don't know how tides work. Um, how long were we rowing? How long did that rowing take? Probably took a good, like, half hour. She's going to... We're going to sit down again for 20 minutes and she's going to cast water walk again on the both of us um just because it is in the middle of a raging storm roll me a concentration check to make sure you can actually sit down and focus on casting the spell for 20 minutes natural 16 for an 18 okay so you manage it carhoon's a bit uh antsy as he's just sitting standing here sullen (laughs) getting pounded on by rain for 20 minutes while you're just chanting i just feel so so glorious. I so I feel so uh, content in my power. I feel like I'm just the embodiment of that gif of Rihanna putting that crown on. I That's, do not know that gif. There's but. this... Uh, I think it, I'm sure it's from one of her music videos or something, but there's this gif of her like very like serenely and powerfully putting a crown on, and that's like the energy that I'm trying to uh, exude right now I with see. this thing. Okay, uh, but you finish it and you cast water walk on the both of you, and Carter's like, yes. "All right, can we can we look at this now? Yes. It's really wet." Yeah, let's let's go. So we would have to like walk. You're gonna have to like separation. scramble up these rocks, like the rocky shore, and then it mounds up into these big spires. Okay, we uh, I guess try to, um, you know, scope out, uh, kind of take a look up and see. You try to you know plot, you know, three or four steps ahead of us, uh, like rock climbers do, I think, um, to s- try to plot a course up these rocks. Okay. Yeah, or well. I guess, actually, can we first do, like, a perception check to see if there's some sort of door sure. or entryway here on the beach? Yes, perception, please. That'd be a 12 for Octavia, and then for Carhoon. <laughs> Roll the same thing, but he only gets a 7. It's really hard to see. Okay. You are not sure. They, yeah. With all the rain and wind in your face, it's you can't tell. But there's okay. nothing like on the on this rocky shore. Okay, that makes sense. Well, we will then um, start climbing up. Both of you roll athletics checks right. as you try to scramble over very slick, wet rocks. Yeah, Carhoon. Eleven. Okay. 
Me, Octavia. Eight. Okay. Uh, Carhoon's going to take, like, a point of piercing. Okay. As uh, he tries to make his way over here. You are going to take two points of piercing damage as okay. you, you know, scuff your knees on some sharp rocks and slip and fall and uh, generally aren't incredibly smooth mm-hmm. climbing over these these obstructions in front of you. Mm-hmm. Even probably, like, hurting her hands just because yeah. the, the rocks are probably kind of sharp. Your even. hands and feet are kind of tore up yeah. as you crest and sort of get to the base of these. There's, like, three big spires that reach up farther than you can really estimate. They're very oh, wow. tall. Okay. And they're really, like, they were deceptively they're deceptively large now that you're right in front uh, of them. They're okay. like large. They they are like towers, but they just look like big shards of rock that somebody jammed into the sea. Wow. Okay. Um, I guess actually, uh, Octavia will kind of close her eyes again and be like, "Fool me." Yes. I think we're here, the place where, um, we Nordviken saw that vision. Hmm. Are you, are you yeah. sensing anything? I can feel it. It's very close. Okay. Um, do you have a, it, does it seem like it's up, down, or is that kind of thing too precise? Well, I don't know if you're going to like this answer, but I think it's down. That's what I had a bad feeling about. Significantly down. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Good luck. Thanks. And she'll kind of pop out and kind of look at Carhoon and shake her head and be like, I had a bad feeling. And I think Fulmi's just confirmed it. Uh Uh-huh. It seems like the artifact is down, not up. Well, I probably should have seen that one coming. I should have, too. I had a bad feeling. I especially should have figured it out when thought of it with the whole Meridlord thing of it going down and up. But, Hmm. yeah... Okay. Well, great. Yeah. Unfortunately, I did just cast a spell for us to walk on water, as opposed to going in it. That's... Yeah, you did. So, um, I'm not sure if I can dismiss that spell. If it's not concentration, there's probably a way to dismiss it. Let's see. Oh, I realized I could actually cast it on multiple people at one time. I didn't need to do it twice. Oh. Um, it doesn't specifically say I can uh, release it, but it isn't concentration. Okay, then it's probably just going to last. Okay. So you might just have to wait an hour. Seems like we just have to wait an hour. Oh, man. Well, we can poke around these rocks, I guess, in the meantime. Yeah, let's see if we can Maybe get kind something of... something of value or... or Figure something out. Yeah, good call. Roll me another perception check. All right. Um, Octavia, 16. Carhoon, 13. You see on one of the spires, on one of the, like, edges that is kind of facing not quite towards you, you're Mm. getting almost a profile, uh, something that looks like a deliberately carved sort of structure. Ooh, Octavia will point it over to Carhoon and be like, good call uh, checking this place out before we head down. Uh, I, I do see something over there that, you know, might be something. Let's take a look. And they will tromp over. You get over there and climbing over these rock shards and mm-hmm. things. And as you sort of make your way around one of these spires, you could see that this structure carved into the side is in fact a, a large, like, almost like a bust carved into the side of, a fa- uh, of of this jagged rocky spire, but it looks like it's the face of some fish-like sea creature, and it's got a big open fish mouth, and there's like a set of doors inside that. Oh! And not like a cute big fish, like no. a scary, yeah. scary fish monster kind of fish. Can... Uh, Carhoon and or I do like a nature history to see if this is like an iconic legendary fish. <laughs> legendary fish. <laughs> um, you could do a history check, I suppose. All right, Carhoon is probably going to carry the weight on this one. Uh, 19 from him and a... Oh, a 21 from me. 
Yeah, look at that. You actually know something. I'm like, oh, it's a fish. I know about that. I know fish. Thinking back, this looks the architecture, the skill used to carve it with, and the general weird fish-like motif brings to mind some of the evidence on the material plane that you've heard of and read about of the horrible fish creatures known as Kuotoa. <laughs> oh! Okay. Just the horrible, gross fish monsters. Okay. Does it look like a Kuotoa? Vaguely. Vaguely. But you know that Kuotoa are infamous for, like, willing their gods into existence just because they're dumb and they are like we will worship this thing and mm-hmm, then mm-hmm. somehow it springs out of that you you think it's maybe more like that okay. like they created some idol to worship and this might be one of them because it's vaguely reminiscent of what a Kotoa would look like but it's distinct enough that it's it, you don't think this was like Mayor Jeffrey the great <laughs> Kotoa alright that makes sense okay and it's doors in the mouth? There are doors in this big, gaping fish mouth. Okay. Um, Octavia will be like, do we want to check this out? Maybe this is maybe this is a way that we can go down eventually. I don't know if it can get us out of the rain for an hour while we wait for your spell to wear off. I'm all for it. Sounds good. And I guess she'll, um, she'll also take a quick look around again to make sure that now that they've kind of moved a little bit throughout the towers that no other you know, doors are appearing in any of the other towers or anything. Are you going to say so you go around the whole little island to look at each of the towers? Yeah. Uh, you find a similar one on each. Okay. I was, okay. Do they look, is there anything different about each one? They look like they were trying to replicate the same thing on each, but they are not incredibly skilled. <laughs> skilled craftspeople. Craftsmen. And yeah, they they just could not quite get it all okay, exactly, exactly the perfect. same. Okay, exactly couldn't, perfect. Okay. Couldn't have it perfectly in triplicate. Yeah. Okay. Um, Octavia will be like, I guess maybe we should like m- mark one and go in that one so that we can make sure that we I don't know, don't get lost. If... Yeah, just, yeah just, just pick one. Okay. It's raining. I'm tired of it. She'll go back to the, the to the very first one and um, is, is the rock really hard? Is it very is yeah. it like basalt type of thing? Okay. Um, she'll like, I don't know, try to find a weird looking rock and put it by the door so that they can kind of remember it. Uh, okay. Coming out just to sure. like a little landmark type of thing. Yeah, you can do that. And then she will try to open the doors. All right. They swing open. Okay. Aww. Do they swing out or in? Out. Okay. Not that it. Matter. I'm just curious, just for my visual to see if it's like a, you know, uh, an Aragorn pushing in type of thing. Or? They're, they're pull doors, sure. <laughs> um, and uh, she will duck inside. Alright, you step inside and you are met with a huge cavernous chamber. Okay. Basically takes up the full interior of this spire doesn't go all the way up it but the ceilings are remarkably high and sort of a domed shape and hmm. there are relief carvings all over the walls of weird fish people and things that are probably weird fish gods mm-hmm. you're not sure <laughs> uh you're not a you're not a scholar on the koato but you would guess that there were just carving things that they like to carve and they're like oh i guess this is our god now mm-hmm. okay there's some pillars throughout the room supporting the massively arched ceiling. Okay. And in the center there is a opening that puts itself into a staircase descending downward. Okay. And we're going to pick up there next episode. Okay. Oh my gosh. I hope I picked the right tower. (laughs) It would be like you go down 30 stories. It's not there. There's nothing. Next one. (laughs) 
All right. Thank you all so much for listening. We really appreciate all of your uh, constant support. If you would like to get in touch with us, we are active on social media, both Twitter and Instagram, and our handle is at and a die podcast. If you also want to support the show, leaving a review on iTunes or your preferred podcasting app is a really great way for us to reach uh, more folks with our story and with our game. And also, we really love seeing all of your kind words. Catch y'all next week. <laughs>